are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Hello, kitties. Welcome to a new edition of your favorite podcast or the worst podcast ever. The Freeform Rock Podcast. What's up, Lee? Meow. I'd, I'd rather call it Lee Serves cat food in a dog dish and gives it out and people think it's music before I call it the worst podcast ever. <laughs> That's, you're, you're only talking about, well, you're not talking about me. You should say the worst podcast ever with a host that won't shut up. <laughs> and, 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 and then you're talking about me. Yeah. Now I just like yeah. to give, I just like to knock us down a few feet. <laughs> um, and then hopefully some people will pick us up, put us under their wing, and and stroke us like um, stroke us, stroke us. Well, we've had like some awesome guests with like Chris Elio, Ken Mills, Doctor Fuck, oh, Terrence yeah. Reardon, and yep. uh, freaking uh, dude, who's the guy, uh, the Kiss guy. Gordon, oh yeah, Gordon, Gordon Gebert, getting yeah. Gordon Gebert, and the guy who did the Cars book. Yeah, he was really awesome. Yeah, too. dude, sorry, so, so, the guy who did the car, Joe Milliken. I got it. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I'm not that so, stupid. So, so it's actually, it's it's like, um, um, you're, yeah. This is that's cool because I've always thought it's cool to have guests, and I just never, um, well thought it was possible well and before you joined i had johnny vogan on and bill wang and trying to get those fools back but wang won't do it and i don't know about vogan johnny we need to do a crude album with you stat so if you're listening dude tweet us (laughs) no not tweet us message us on facebook (laughs) oh okay and we need to get we need to get bushy back because i've been holding an album for him before you joined i've been trying to do um van halen's um Women and Children First with him forever. And uh, yeah. I've been holding that album back wow. forever. And I want to uh, get uh, also the Mountain Man back on with us. That'd be awesome, too. And we also oh, have yeah. um, DJ Sato, too. Sato. Oh, yeah. He's also really good. We've had a lot of cool guests with you and without you. <laughs> and even my fiance. Can't forget about Diane. She'll, she'll remind me of this if I don't. She was awesome, awesome. Oh, yeah. Did a YouTube I could episode. maybe, I could maybe walk around campus and try and find people in the um, humanities and media arts and <laughs> find someone who's into techno and and then we can do a Pet Shop Boys album. Pet Shop Boys is it techno? Oh, we'd have to do well, Moby. <laughs> well, oh, well, now you know how out of touch I am when it comes to labels and groups. You're as far out as I'm of concerned, touch. I'm out of time. Time. Anything, anything <laughs> past the year 1978, I just, I just call it new. You know. I, I know when you try to find a newer artist, it's like picking, like pulling your teeth. It's like I hate the new music that's out. It's this like, fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm like, um, I mean, I it 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 actually kind of bothers me that we have a new artist category i think these guys don't deserve it but it's hey it's your show and so i'm reluctantly 
obliging. It's our show, damn it. Some... All right, well, that part of it is your show, and I still contribute. Well, but, but I, I like I like to spotlight new stuff. music in an age where new music sucks. So we got to find out the bits and pieces that are good. All right. So here's our new artist spotlight of the week. I picked the Amazon. No, you picked the Amazon's mother, which I picked the Amazon's like a couple weeks ago. But great minds think alike, so I guess you like this band, huh, Lee? That's, and it also proves how few newer bands I do like. All right, and then I picked a newer band with a great guitar player called Burning Rain. The song is called Face the Music with Doug Aldridge, who's in The Dead Daisies, and he was in Whitesnake. This is a killer song that I called Face the Music, killer album. Right on, so then that way I can pick um, another song by them on the next newer artist thing. Thank you. (laughs) I love Doug Aldridge. He's a great guitar player. He's also in Revolution oh, right Saints uh, with uh, Jack oh, Blades. Okay. Uh, the Am- so here's the Why Amazon's not? mother and Burning Rain Face the Music, man. So let's kick it out. Yeah.
Okay, that was the Amazon's mother and Burning Rain face the music. So let's get into this record. Um, all right, I can understand that. I, I, I say let's just keep doing old artists and tell people they're new. They won't know. Well, it's like I love this show called Supernatural, which is ending next year after 15 seasons. And the character in mm. there, Dean... He thinks anything after 1979 sucks on music. So he's with you on that That's one. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> right? 
right on. He's always playing like old classic rock, and his brother goes, "Can we play anything new?" He goes, "Shit, fuck that." He doesn't say "fuck that," but he says, "No." Yeah. <laughs> and he plays cassettes. He plays cassettes yeah. in his old car. So it's freaking awesome. Oh, I used to have a Walkman. If I found a Walkman, you can still get tapes for like a dollar. You know, that's cool. You know they're making new cassettes now because of the movie Gardens, Guardians of the Galaxy? You could buy brand new cassettes. Huh. Are they going to be like 380 degrees sound and cost like $40? No, they're like, Screw that. They're like 12 bucks. Oh, well. Because, I, but cassettes used to cost 7 bucks. <laughs> yeah, when I when I went in and started to listen to old groups that I had stopped listening to and wanted to hear their albums during the time when they weren't selling much, I I would get like five or six of their albums on cassette, and there would be like a dollar each, two dollars. I get a ten dollar bill, I could get their whole eighties or their whole nineties catalog. It was you like know? it was like when I used to go into Tower Records, I'd have like twenty bucks, and I go, "Well, I could get one yeah. CD for six ninety nine, or I could get three cassettes for five ninety nine each." And I go, "I'm gonna get the oh. three cassettes," but then I just went total That's CD and sold deal. all my cassettes because I wanted to hear more music because there was no streaming, there was no YouTube where you could check out songs and you could listen to songs. I just the reason I got a job at 16 is because I wanted to buy music. I didn't care for anything else. I wanted a good stereo, and I wanted to buy music. That's all I wanted to do when I worked, because my mom could not buy me enough music, and I was tired of waiting for her to earn money from her, so I went and got a fucking job and said, hey, I need to buy it. I was at Tower Records every payday, blowing freaking my $200 check on music every week. Yeah, when I, I had a job, and every time that I got paid i would go to a place called the used record store and when i got like a tax return there was a box set of hendrix that was like a hundred dollars with like 13 of his albums the english version of it including the electric ladyland with the woman cover and a bunch of other stuff and then i went and i bought a whole bunch more hendrix stuff and you know and i bought other groups and so i and and then when um, sometimes the the um, record store Rasputin they would have a closing like like a they they would have like um, a shop with the used stuff um, like their I, I I forget the name of it like um, closeout um, show uh, closeout store and then and then they would have them for a dollar. Then they lower them to seventy-five cents, then fifty cents, then a quarter, then five cents, and finally they just put some of them out in the street. Then when they had tons and tons of boxes of albums out in the street, that's when I had like a whole stack of albums that was as tall as me, and I would bring them home. Then I would go back and get more, and I ended up getting like five hundred albums. And the only reason why I didn't bring even more was because my um, landlord was maybe kind of thinking, "No, we need the." Don't put even more albums here. So so that's why I stopped, but I had tons and tons of records. Yeah, I love freaking... I just go to this every week when I got paid, like on Thursdays and Fridays, I go to yep. Tower Records and just freaking buy yep. albums. I just waste my whole check. I wasn't into drugs or alcohol. Music was my, my drug. 
Yeah. I, I when the Queen finally came out on Hollywood Records, I was at Tower Records buying every for like two or three Queen CDs a week. I was like yeah. right there buying that shit, and I I just love music. My my fiance, I was talking to her because we're gonna get married in June. I was talking to her. I said. I said, I hope you don't get mad when I start, when I, because I earn uh, gift cards from Amazon to buy music. I said, well, sometimes I'm going to have to use regular cash to buy a new release. And she goes, you have enough CDs. I go, what? I don't have nearly enough as I want. And there's no used record stores out here anymore. So it's not like I could go buy. I got lucky going to a pond, like to a, a, a Goodwill and found the Kiss four Kiss solo albums for four bucks, brand new, op- not even opened on CD. That's, that's and then I good. listen to them and go, fucking Peter, Chris, and Paul Stanley are the only ones listen- worth listening to. <laughs> oh. Not Peter, Chris, really? Ace Fraley oh. and, oh. and Paul Stanley. I wondered a little bit. I wondered a little bit, yeah. I hate Peter, Chris's voice. <laughs> yeah, I did kind of like Peter's only because some of the songs sounded a little bit rocking. Uh, whereas Gene's, um, well, I'll, I'll put it to you like this: I liked about half of Peter's solo album. I, I, I kept trying to find out if I liked Gene's or not, and I kept falling asleep, so I never knew. But you know, that's how that was. Um, I didn't like his much at all. It was like, at least James Taylor writes good soft rock songs. Gene doesn't. Well, That's how James I thought. James Taylor is a great lyricist. I just can't listen to him. But when, oh. Bad, when Badlands did Fire and Rain, oh my God, that was amazing. Oh, Have you ever heard that version of Fire and Rain with uh, Ian uh, Gillen singing? Ray I Gillian? Have, I mean, Ray oh, Gillian? I mean, I might have I listened to it and I don't remember what I thought of it. My God, Ray Gillian had such a great voice. Uh, I, I got him mixed up with Deep Purple's Ian Gillian, but now I'm not yeah. Ray Gillian. He, uh, we'll talk about Badlands when we do a review of them one day. Uh, yeah. We will do one. I keep trying. I mean, I, I used to find it on cassette. Now it's hard to find. Oh, yeah, because they're out of print. Yeah. There's a story about that. We'll, we'll save that for a Badlands episode, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. so let's... We got an album that you picked called Bull Angus from 1971. Yeah. But before we get into that album, hi, this is Casey Kasem. Welcome to America's Top 40. I can't even do his voice. Well, I was trying to sound like him. I suck. All right. And but... I am the host that doesn't shut up. No name required. <laughs> all right. But before we get into that, a little movie on Friday on Netflix dropped. For all you Motley Crue fans on there, and we both watched it, so maybe you don't have to, or you can. So, what'd you think about that movie, yep. Lee? I liked the movie. It's like when I first heard the two songs, "The Dirt" and "Like a Virgin," I thought, "Huh, that's kind of." Um, I hope that those songs aren't going to be in the film. They were, but they're in the credits. In the, you know closing credits so that's fine and first i saw the um trailer i thought not bad but i thought i'll wait and see what i think and i i saw the movie and i really liked it the only thing i thought was that um it's sort of um like they 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 should have put in a little bit more um about the conflict like it closed out where it was like as if everything was all 
great from that moment on, and they still had problems past that point. But still, for a movie, I thought it was really well done. I, I and, thought it... Um, I, 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 I liked 98% of it. Yeah, I, I liked right. the movie, and that Like a Virgin song was terrible. Uh, but I like the movie. Yeah. I like the song, The Dirt. The Dirt was really cool, and the third song was pretty cool. I haven't heard the fourth new track they made, but I've yeah. never seen him live in concert. I've seen the end on Blu-ray. It's pretty cool. Uh, they put uh, on yeah. a good show. Uh, like our brothers in the combat rock and metal. No, in the combat rock and metal. Pop, well, I can never say this name right. You know the <laughs> show you do an intro for with Doctor Fucking Wadzilla. The, They're back. They the came. They came the, back last the, the night. We're talking. Yeah. The copper kettle and recycling alcoholic content <laughs> can show. Yeah, they they were they they're back, man. I'm so happy. Rock and popcorn. Rock and popcorn podcast. I'm so happy to rock hear those guys back, and they were talking about the dirt too. And uh, I don't. The they're combat gonna, rock and metal pump podcast. They're planning on doing doing yeah. doing, a, doing a whole podcast on it. So that's going to be interesting to hear because I don't th I don't think they're going to like it, but I I absolutely loved it. I really thought that uh, there's some. I really thought they should have spent some more. They should have made it a mini series because the book is so long, and we should have got more on Karabi because that fucking 1990 oh, yeah. that fucking Karabi crew album is like my favorite. Like you got Shout at the Devil and then that album. Fuck. Oh yeah. Karabi was so diminished in that movie. It was like, fuck me, man. Where the fuck is Karabi? And fuck, they didn't even go into, like, Vince's solo career. Fuck, I love Vince's first album. Fucking, oh, I thought yeah. that would have been cool showing him doing his solo shit. And, and more on Mick Mars, man. Mick Mars is, like, a character that you want to know more about. That fucker's oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and I I just love I love the movie. I thought it was cool. You got that lady freaking squirting in the beginning. It was like, oh my! <laughs> it was like, wow, man, watch out, we got a squirter here. That, oh, that's yeah. a cool movie. Oh, if you don't like to see vulgar and a lot of sex, don't watch it. But if you want to see true freaking rock and roll debauchery, watch that movie. It's it it's it's very entertaining. I suggest you guys watch oh, it. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and Lee liked it too. So we got two thumbs up. We're sis, we're sis, we're uh, we're Gershman and Taylor. We give two thumbs up. Yep. We're not men snap, on we're not men on crackle. film where we go. We hated it. <laughs> snap, crackle, and poop. I gave it two snaps and a thumbs up. Oh yeah, yeah. I give it a, I I give it a almost burp. <laughs> if I burped, I wouldn't have liked it. All right, well, let's get into this album that you picked from 1971 called Bull Angus. But before we get into it, you picked the first track off the album to play, which is Run, Don't Stop. So here's Bull Angus, Run, Don't Stop on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Run Don't Stop by Bull Angus. Why'd you pick that track, Lee? Oh, um, well, it sounds like an outtake from Deep Purple's Who Do We Think We Are. Oh, I'm sorry, that that was the wrong um, note. Um, <laughs> even though it's 1971, it somehow has a sound that's a few years ahead of its time. It fits right in there with mid-70s classic rock. It's sort of like an early 70s version of Loverboy. I like this song. It makes me tap my toes. I fucking love Loverboy. And yes, Diane, I do say fuck a lot on this podcast. <laughs> That's a shout out to my fiance. I love you, Diane. But uh, yes, this song is freaking cool. I love the voice. It's really rocking. Guitars is kicking ass. Fun song to drive to. Freaking oh, yeah. kicks ass. I love it. And I never heard this band, but they really good, Lee. Spoiler alert. Let's get into the next. Oh, yeah. Let's get into track two, Mother's Favorite. It's one of the, I'll tell you really quick, it's one of the first times that I would pick an album and I didn't say, oh, wait a minute, let's change it. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Yeah, you picked this last week. And oh, then, yeah. And then we'll get into the next track, which is Mother's Favorite Lover, parentheses, Margaret. What would you think of this one? It, this kind of sounds like Alice Cooper. I could see this on the School's Out album. I'm wondering if Margaret is the name of the mother or the lover. It's kind of strange, and it makes me think. The keyboard solo would fit exactly in Deep Purple's Machine Head album. This is a great deep cut on an album where the songs are all deep cuts. Yeah, I agree with you, Lee. It's like Deep Purple-ish, and, but it's got a lot of prog in it, too. And this song is cool. It's rocking. Good album so far, man. I, I really dig it. You picked a good oh, one. Yeah. I actually want to go out and buy this shit. I love it. Yeah, it's it's like there's a lot of albums like that that are um, pretty good. This one was, like, really good, and I thought... I just liked the fact that nobody would probably review and a group called Bull Angus, they would probably, like, um, they would review it on a steak um, restaurant podcast, but not on a rock podcast. So I, I want to give a shout-out to groups that are, like, really cool. And the thing is, this this group is, like, the lead... Well, I, I can talk about a little bit about the lead singer a little bit later. I want to wait. Okay. Yeah, this is a this is a good album so far, and uh, and then we get into the next song, which you pick, Uncle Druggies, Fun or bus, Uncle uh, uh, Duggies. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to say Druggies. And, <laughs> yeah, it should be Druggies. Yeah, they um, pronounce it. They Dougie. pronounce it do, Doogie. Do- That's how Doogie. they pronounce it. But I I pronounce it Dougie. Yeah, it's Uncle but, Doogie's he, Fun Bus Ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so here we go on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Enjoy.
That was Uncle Doogie or Druggy or Druggy or Druggy or whatever. A uh, fun bus ride on the Freeform Rock podcast. Why'd you pick that track? <laughs> well, would you like to take a fun ride with Uncle Doogie? I like Druggy better, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, it could be the theme song for a really weird TV show. I think they mean it's sort of like Magical Mystery Tour. It's a fun, weird song, and I dig it. Yeah, what did I say about it? Let me think. I said it's a cool... Oh, wrong, wrong track. Yeah. It's cool, funky rock, little Doobie Brothers, fucking killer track. I love the solo. I thought, it, of, the, I thought of the Doobie Brothers, too. Go on. Yeah, and the Doobie Brothers weren't out at this time, were they? They come kind later? Of. Yeah, I, we need they to were, we need to do a Doobie Brothers yeah, album. Fucking love that man. They were, yeah, they were out at that time, but their sound was totally different. Yeah, I just like the harmonies. It's like Doobie Brother harmonies. Frickin', oh yeah, I love this song. It's freaking cool. And then right we on. then we get into the track four, the end of side one. If you have the vinyl, a time uh-huh. like ours. What do you think of this one? Oh, this is awesome. It's jazzy. And it sort of reminds me of a combination of Jethro Tull and Deep Purple doing a late-night casual jam. Quite good. I I got a little bit into your jazzy feel, but I thought it was like a little Steely Danish with the oh. grooves. And a little like Crosby, Stills, and Nash with the harmonies. Huh, yeah. Uh, it's a like really that. good song, man. If you guys never heard yeah. this band like I didn't, this song, this album freaking kicked ass. That's why I love Lee. You bring the shit yeah. that I've never heard. I'm more commercial. You're more underground. That's what that's well, what makes you, this work. You have to start. I have to give you a shovel and you have to start doing some digging, Sonny. Yep, that's so true, man. I got to dig into this shit. And then we get Just into. Just go into any um, thrift store and find an album from a group that you have never heard of from 1970 or whatever and buy it. Even if it has an old man and a dog on the cover, and the songs are "You Can Too," um, "Wet Your Poodle," <laughs> go and get it. Yeah, I got to. I got to start doing that. And then um, we get into the first track of side two, which since you didn't pick it, and I love this song, I this is the first time ever I picked an extra track to play on a Lee Gershman pick. <laughs> so I that, actually was. I was going to pick it, but I decided, well, you know, oh, oh, never mind. Well, we'll get into but, the song. Yeah, I liked it too. This is called right. Miss Casey on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Miss Casey. So why did you almost pick this track, Lee? Well, this sounds like an outtake from Deep Purple's Who Do We Think We Are album, except those guys did it before Deep Purple perfected their way of doing this sound. I really like it. But it, it does sound kind of like a rehearsal, but a good rehearsal. Yeah, what did I say? Cool bass intro like Deep Purple. The singer is really good. The band is freaking kicking it. This is like hard classic rock with kick-ass organist, cool riffs, up the ass, great song. It, this song just freaking blew my mind, and it's the longest song on the album. It's got a lot of progressive roots in it. So Chris Elio, if you're listening, go listen to this album because I think he would dig it, brother. Fucking great I song. Have, um, I have another group for Chris Elio. After we're finished reviewing this album, I want to turn him on to another group that he might like even better. Yeah, we should give an album that he doesn't know. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you after we're after we're done reviewing this album, but I still, you know, while we're still talking, uh-huh. I want to mention the album <laughs> to about for, for, and then you tell me if you agree that we should do that album with Chris. Okay, cool. All right. And then, we, <laughs> then we get into the next track called Pot of Gold. What did you think of this one? This sounds a little bit like mid 70s Savoy Brown, but better. It's one of the better songs on here, but it's more of a deep cut. I I thought it's a cool song, great harmonies, it grooves. Also, the drummer is really good, and the guitar is groovy. I can love yeah, it. This right song now. is pretty cool. And then we yep. get to the next track, which is Sigh. What do you think of this one? Well, this is like if the Partridge family wanted to do something with folk rock and jazz and make it really good this song is perfect for when i'm tired and don't want to get up from my comfortable recliner most of this album caters to deep purple fans but here we have a song for fans of crosby stills and ash yeah i picked that up on the the other song where they have the crosby stills and ash harmonies yeah but uh the song is cool acoustic jam uh, it kind of it kind of weird because on an album that just keeps rocking and rocking this album like slows, <laughs> this song slows it down. It's like it's not my favorite off the album. I think this is the only yeah. only song that I'd probably listen to but not skip. But it's okay. Yeah, it's it's like as if some singer songwriter um, snuck in the studio and went, "I want some. Yeah. I, I'm tired of these heavy metal guys doing their shit." I'm going to put this song on their album and sneak it in, hee 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 and they won't notice. Yeah, I was just thinking, what happened? They were like jamming, progressive, <laughs> heavy metal, hard rock, classic rock, Doobie Brothers, and all of a sudden it's like, eh? Yeah. Her? Reggae? Yeah, maybe, someone, maybe someone slipped them a bit too much something in their tea before they did it. Oh, uh, did you hear about that guy <laughs> who, uh, I think he worked at a, a car rental place? Where he said these two mm. co-workers are, like, uh, negative all the time, so he slipped some acid mm-hmm. into their water. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My God. I was like, what? <laughs> that guy's getting charged. Well, um... <laughs> huh. Yeah, he put some acid Maybe into I their water because they thought their vibes are negative, man. <laughs> they needed to loosen Maybe up. I might... Maybe I might want to have a job there. <laughs> 
you Lee, know? I could see you working at like a uh, like a coffee house. Yeah, I I couldn't imagine being um, not a Starbucks. Guy. Um, oh okay. You're I, not you're not you're I, not you're you're not a freaking uh, millennial. You shouldn't work at a Starbucks. Oh, okay. You should work at like a like a 1970s like beat, beatnik uh, coffee house. I, yeah, I cool. I I could imagine myself working in a place where when the hippies or the druggies come in, they see me and they say, "Oh, you mean this is what happens after we use acid? We got to get clean." I could work in a place <laughs> like that. I think you could work in like that, you know, like that Dobie Gillis guy, you know, where he had, oh, uh, yeah. where he had Gilligan in there, and freaking, you could oh, work at that yeah. kind of jazz coffee shop, big beating it. Yeah, I think they I have think those so. in New York, don't that would they? Be cool. Or you could work yeah. at work at what they yeah. call like a mini mart, like a bodega there. Yeah. Selling weed, you can work at a weed store. Oh, okay. I won't indulge in it anymore, um, but <laughs> yeah. but I'll 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 work there. Well. I might take a whole bunch of it and give it to my friends, but, you know, I won't take it myself. Or I can see you working at a record store and they bring up the albums from Britney Spears. All oh, this sucks. Go get Pink Floyd. Oh, wait, no. Go get this. Go get that. You need to learn. You need to get better taste in music and then you get fired the next day. <laughs> yeah, but I'll just keep coming back and pretend I work there because I have to, I have to bring the music to them. <laughs> That's you awesome. Know? And then we get into the last track called No Cream for the Maid, which you picked. So here's No Cream for the Maid on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was no cream for the maid? So no jizz for the maid? No. I'm just joking. So what would you think about this track? Why would you pick it? All right. Now for something kind of like Black Sabbath, and it's really cool. This is the closest to heavy metal here. A good and entertaining song to conclude the album, and different. Yeah, I agree with you. This song is kick-ass. It's a great song. Good, moody album. I think they have some Pink Floyd riffs in here, and some Black oh, Sabbath yeah. riffs. This is a great song to end the album. I really love this album, Lee. I actually want to buy it. I want to find it. I'm probably going Discogs oh, wow. and find it because I bet it's out of yeah. print. I bet you'll also want to get an album that I think would be great for us to review with Chris Elio. And that's the group that has ties to this group called Frankie and the Knockouts. Wee! Wait Chris hears Hungry Eyes, the original version. That's progressive music for him. <laughs> I'm kidding, Chris. I'm being a little bitch. Um, but yeah, um, the singer in this, Frankie Privet, he later on was in a group called Frankie and the Knockouts. And not only did he record Hungry Eyes, he actually co-wrote the damn song. And then he also co-wrote the song... Um, um, I... I, I um, it, it, it was a song off the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. I, I forget the name of it, but maybe that's a good thing. But, oh, Time of My Life. Oh, my. Oh, you yeah. Know, freaking why a, would he do that stuff? And a Righteous Brothers sang that song, dude. Oh, my God. I love yeah. the Righteous Brothers. You know, I'm gonna, I, love, I love the Righteous Brothers. My mom, you know, they have, like, all those freaking killer songs, yeah. like Unchained Melody and shit like that. But oh, I like yeah. fucking little Latin loop de loop. <laughs> I love yeah, that I song. Like, I like some of that stuff. Righteous Brothers are so, awesome. I, mean, I do respect the guy Frankie Previtt because he was able to have more of a, you know, some some hits. But yeah, by I mean, I think that he was best in this group. And I found out just because I was looking up whatever happened to Bull Angus. And I was hoping that they would have just been an obscure group because that that's more in line with what I do anyway but then when I found out that he was in some 80s stuff I thought wow this will give me something to talk about that's actually pretty interesting so I thought yeah I'd like to do this album yeah I, I you sent me the original version of Hungry Eyes it actually sounds the same as yeah. the Carmen version so I, I kind of yeah. don't it's okay I, I do like that song it's catchy but it's not something oh. I'm going to go look I need to listen yeah. to Hungry Eyes right now. You know, my mom loved that yeah, it's, song. Yeah, it's, it's catchy. It's catchy like herpes. <laughs> it's catchy like herpes. Well, hopefully you get a clean yeah. woman. But, um, yeah. so, let's yeah. see who's who in the... Who, a clean woman who doesn't like that song. But anyway, go on. Hey, did you know if Gino Charles played in another band? Because he was a killer drummer on this album. Freaking great. Um, they, I never, I never heard of any... Well, a couple of the guys went on to do other groups, but they... I don't know if they did any recordings. And then you have I've, Larry. I've heard of Larry Falas, lead guitar vocals. He was really good. I I don't know. But then you got Dino yeah. Polino, who was lead guitar and vocals. And then Frankie Previt, you know, we just talked about him, vocals, recorder, yeah. percussion. Ron Piccolo was a great organist. Fucking a, he was good. And then you got Lee, oh, Lee, yeah. Lenny Vanetti, great bass player. Man, these these guys should get yeah. back together and go on tour. Man, I would see them. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, 
I think that Frankie and the Knockouts has a um, website, and um, I, I saw a picture of him, and he still looks, you know, kind of good, like he could still do music. But I, I bet he's a millionaire from now. the Eric Carmen version of Hunger Eyes, though. Oh yeah. <laughs> when you could make he music should, and it he made should money. Use his, yeah, he should use the royalties from that to bring Bull Angus back in again. And even if they lose all their money on the tour, it will be a good day for me. I think. If I, I think, they, I think he should, man. This band is really cool, killer. I liked it. Yep. All right. So. We're gonna. Mm-hmm. That was Bull Angus, and now we got our picks of the week, which you picked a group called Jodo. Yep. One night stand, and I picked. I've been in a '90s kick lately. I've been listening to a lot of '90s band. Like I picked, I think it was Pictonic a couple weeks ago. Now I picked Better oh, Than yeah. Ezra in the Blood. I love this track. Oh. Great band. I think they're very okay. underrated, and I think they're really cool. So here's Jodo. Are they better than Ezra? Are they yeah. better than Ezra? I don't know who's oh, Ezra. Right, right. Who the fuck is Ezra? Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. But this is great, great tracks. And uh, to play us out, here's Jodo, One Night Stand, and Better Than Ezra, In the Blood. Thank you guys for listening. Go on, face, go on Facebook and follow our like pages and our group. And also go on iTunes and give us a five-star review. And also go on Podbean and follow us, man. Because we do this for free, so give us some love. You know, I'm not begging for it, but please. All right, say goodbye, Lee. Bye-bye. Hey, I don't like the way you're looking at me. You got a funny look in your eyes. I can't figure out what it is you see. I'm not such a wicked guy. Sorry for what I've done Can't you understand I was having fun On a one night stand I'm gonna tell you one more time It didn't mean a thing to me I'm beginning to feel Like I'm near to cry But not the way it should be I'm sorry for what I've done Can't you understand I was having fun on a one night stand. Why can't you forget it? Let it be it in the past.
sorry for what I've done But can't you understand I was heaven born on a one-night Did they love before you? Before you? 
Get into the promos. Hey, this is Lee Gerstmann, and if you like to hear some stuff that's like you don't know what it's gonna be, and even if it's stuff that I don't even know what it's gonna be, check me out on what I call the Lee Gerstmann Show, and it's just me doing reviews or me doing horsing around or whatever I'm doing. Check it out, please. Hello, folks. This is the Rock Sponge Terrence Reardon of the Terrence Reardon and Friends podcast. Join yours truly every week as I look at a different classic rock and or metal album that had an impact on my life and or rock music in general, and I'm usually joined by a friend or two. And there's no country or rap or techno bullshit on the show because I hate those fucking music genres. Techno and rap and country sucks. So if you want a kick-ass rock and roll podcast, check out the Terrence Reardon and Friends podcast every week on YouTube and now on Podbean and iTunes. So yes, folks, I'm available in two different, three different ways. Podbean and iTunes for the audio and YouTube for the visual. Thank you very much. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I want to rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You got to fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, the Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station.com. From New York. Hey, 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 hey! What up, bangers? From North Carolina. Skitter Pal Meow Meow. This is Bushy. And the Mountain. Tune in every week for your listening pleasure only on the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. You can find us on Podbean and iTunes. Thank you very much. You haven't listened to Mars Attacks podcast? What are you waiting for, man? Host Victor M. Ruiz brings you all types of hard rock and metal-based podcasts. You'll find everything from music-based episodes, interviews, to series such as ultra-sexy classic album series, where some of your favorite musicians, producers, journalists, and show hosts comments on the albums that push the evolutionary chains of hard rock and metal. Get with it and go to MarsAttacksRadio.com to find out more. Punch it, 
get blasted. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.